Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. We launched our men's group last night. We've got a solid, small group. We had a couple, if if I didn't get back to you, um, we're just, we're probably going to start an application process. I, I picked a couple of guys that I know pretty well. Um, because you know, and this this is a leadership lesson and a culture lesson for everybody. It's very important who who you choose to start organizations and businesses with. You know what I mean? Um, I can think back to starting the staffing company and the people that I meticulously chose. One of the, one of the first ones being. Obviously, my executive assistant, Rachel, goes wherever I go. But um, one of my first picks was, you know, Stephanie, who I've talked about a couple times on here, our uh, senior partner. And uh, very important decision. Because when I started the staffing company, there's a lot of people I could have reached out to. um, And she was was the first one. And every staff person that we have on the team right now is amazing. I had a, a kid... Um, that I'm going to go down to Texas and visit with to launch the clothing line. He popped up out of the woodwork. Has just been following me on social media forever. Asked me how he could, you know, if I was hiring, how he could get in on it. I, I actually put him on the back burner for like two months, uh, and he's become one of the more integral pieces of our organization. But you know, back to Steph and and Rachel, and then Kelly. You know, I picked three people that I knew I could trust. Uh, three people that I've known for uh, four plus years about. Um, and mostly the trust thing, because you know you could teach somebody how to do anything. You know what I mean. You can't teach somebody how to trust, be a trustworthy person. That's innate. You either got it or you don't. You know. So when I picked these individuals to start the company with, I was very, very meticulous, very, very meticulous, very careful. It's the same thing with starting this men's group. Uh, very meticulous uh, in starting it. Now, if I didn't pick you right off rip, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be an integral member. It's like the same thing with the kid that I just mentioned. He's not somebody that I picked right off rip, but he's one of our most important members. He's about to be a partner. You know what I mean? So Tyler. So um, very, very important that no matter what you do, no matter what endeavor you get into, uh, that you pick the right people if you're going to be creating something because that foundation is going to set the tone for the growth of the organization. Like whatever cracks are in that foundation, man, it's only going to get worse as you start building. You know what I mean? It's only going to get worse. And, you know, I, I just, on a side note there, uh, so yeah, men's group is starting. Super excited for that. Super excited to have an impact, uh, us group of men on the world. That's what I'm most excited about. But kind of uh, going off, veering off a little bit there, you know, let's talk about building. You know, I can remember, uh, I, I think I've told this story on here before, but I can remember my good friend, my very good friend, uh, Sam Boyle. Uh, he used to work in the life insurance company with me. Uh, he lives in Wexford, uh, well, outside of Wexford and, and P, like North Pittsburgh, right? And uh, kind of off on a back road. And on the way out to his place, um, we used to do our phone sessions there, our optional phone sessions at his house. You know, on, a, on my way out there, there was this housing development going up, right? And for like, I, I want to say the better part of 18 months, it was just a big old patch of dirt. And I could remember saying to my wife or whoever was cruising out that way from the office with me, like, dude, when are they going to like build something here? It looks, it's an eyesore. It's on the side of this hill. It just looks terrible. It's this big open field. It's just piles of dirt. And like I said, it was like that for 12 to 18 months. I don't recall the time frame, but it was a long time. Seemed like a long time. 
And then all of a sudden I'm driving by one day and there's five houses. <laughs> what happened? Like literally overnight, five houses popped. I'm sure it was in a span of a couple of weeks, but it seemed like overnight, five or six houses were sitting there on this lot. And, uh, you know, what people don't realize, and at the time I didn't realize until afterwards, you know, I thought like, okay, they were building the foundation. And when you build the foundation, the foundation takes so much longer than anything else. The same thing with the house that they built uh, down the road from us here in Maine. You know, it seemed like it was a big hole in the ground for like seven months. And then before you know it, in two months, there's a whole house, siding, doors, windows. I think they were overrunning electricity to it yesterday. Like, it's so quick. We were, I was talking to the guy that owns it. That foundation building takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of time. But the thing is, is that if you don't build a proper foundation and you rush, what happens to your structure? It's, it's at risk of collapsing. It's at risk of being unstable. So for you, in your walk, in your life, your foundation is so key. That's why in everything that you do, like regard your spiritual walk. People that have a really shaky foundation spiritually uh, have really bad doctrine and have a lot of misunderstanding uh, when it comes to the Word of God. You see it all the time now. You see it in preachers, preachers with reach of reaches of hundreds of thousands of people. You could see spent no time solidifying their foundation because their doctrine is incorrect. Number one, number two, it changes constantly. They change with the way of the world. That's the biggest. That's the biggest way to tell where somebody's faith is, their maturity and their foundation is how do they respond to world events and culture? Like God said, I am that I am. And if the word of God is God, then the word of God is what it is, right? Which means it does not change as society changes. I was going to say evolves, but really should say devolves. The word of God doesn't change. So whenever you see somebody change their doctrine, like you see these these churches here in Portland with LGBTQ blah, blah, blah flags flying all over the place, horrible foundation, very shoddy doctrine, not good, right? They're all going to hell. So it doesn't matter what you're doing, business, starting an organization, your, found, your spiritual foundation, same thing with... Um, you know, mixed martial arts and weightlifting. Dude, what's the first thing they do? They work on your foundation, like wrestling. It's the first thing you work on, your stance. Literally how to stand. Football, what's the first thing they teach you? How to get into a three-point stance, how to block and tackle, right? Your foundation is so important because it's the structure upon which you build the rest of your skill set or your organization, or your spiritual faith. The problem is, is that foundation building is boring. It's just like the house. Looks like a pile of dirt. There's not a whole lot of above ground growth, if at all. You don't see anything. You don't feel like you're making progress. But what happens when that foundation is built, baby? (laughs) Things explode. All of a sudden you got six houses, but you couldn't have those six houses overnight without the foundations. And foundation building is very unsexy. 
like I said, I think what turns people off the quickest is that they don't see a lot of above ground growth. So they get discouraged and they give up or they try to find shortcuts. So wherever you're at with what you're building and what you're working on in your life, I want you to analyze and think about your foundations. How much time do you spend on building your foundation? How much time do you go back and revisit? What do you think? Like, I'm watching pro boxers warm up. What do they do? They just jab. You know what I mean? Jab, jab. I mean, they'll do more intense combinations, but they typically are just warming up with a jab, jab, jab. When does a boxer ever stop perfecting his jab? Never. Foundation building is, that's the thing, it's an ever... That horse back there standing up on a big old pile of rocks, dude. These horses crack me up every morning I drive by these horses. Um, that foundation building, man, is something that you go back to constantly and, and, and fine-tune and fine-tune and fine-tune. Because the stronger and more fine-tuned your, your foundation is, the more levels of growth you can add on top. So that's today today's message, man. <clears throat> I love you guys. Let's get it.